Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Station 007 Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holtzapple. Alongside of me, George Rogers. Hello. Uh, welcome back. We took welcome. a week off. Yeah. And we're going to. Yep. For the rest. What we decided to do was just kind of change the format. We're going to push up every other week. Um, just to be different. Differentiate yeah. between the other podcast and this one. Mm-hmm. And uh, it gives us um, a little breathing space. Mm-hmm. Between shows, let them digest a little bit. Yeah. Plus, but, it gives um, us more time to come up with topics mm-hmm. since apparently we can't do this on a week to week basis. Yeah. Oh, hey, meow. Oh, no. Here comes a cat. Hey, bub. <clears throat> come on. Um, but again, I, I look, listen, I, I know think, podcasts that put up a fucking podcast every other month. I think it's bitch. I think this you is know, bitch so cat. It is. Yeah, bitch cat. Um, but uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I hope you liked my little thumbnail I put up on uh, Instagram this week. I thought that was <laughs> kind of a good idea. Uh, so, our we're going to do a little discussion about uh, the money pennies. I don't know how in depth we'll get it. We'll just talk about them. So, oh, hi. It's fucking, it's fucking loud. Yeah. Yeah, I hope you're all hearing this meowing. Yeah. But we have a couple of things I, I want to broach beforehand. George, how heartbreaking is it that the uh, observatory in Puerto Rico? Costa Rica? I don't remember where it's at. I mean, it's not it, it, it's not <clears> too <throat> heartbreaking because we saw this thing crumble in 1995. No, it's an iconic piece of the Bond franchise. It, it is. It's sad to see it, it happen. It is, yeah. So, I don't remember. Did you happen to read up on it? Was it being used still before it got damaged by, I think it was a hurricane that damaged it? I don't or has know. it been pretty dormant for a few, a while? I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember either. It's just sad to see. Yeah. You know, it's sad to see. Like, like Palmyra in the Bahamas is like desolate. Yeah. It's not even, and it's, it's heartbreaking to see that a iconic piece to a, the iconic franchise of, uh, is James Bond just kind of. Sitting. Goes to the wayside, you know, it's a shame to see that and. So uh, it was sad to see. It was really sad when I saw mm-hmm. the video. And um, life imitates art. As yeah. I say. Yeah. <laughs> but um, does anybody does anybody know the whereabouts of Sean Bean when that happened? He was there. Yeah. He was, he was there. under laying Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what did what you guys think about that? I, I'm sure. I'm sure everybody in the in the fandom has have felt the same. It was sad to see it happen, mm-hmm. but um. So now listen, there's probably a lot of people who also who also just realized, oh, that's a real piece. Listen, I only knew that a few years ago. Yeah. I thought that was a set that they created. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, let's let's get to this 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 bullshit for a second. I know you're fed up with it. This I'm, bullshit. I'm fed up with it real fast. This whole everything that's fucking surrounding this fucking movie. Okay. Like I said in oh like I, my my back I, I, <laughs> this bullshit so I put it up on the thumbnail. Does anybody really care anymore? Yeah, right? I mean like like it's how I, and I, I, how many times do you have to say well no news on the movie? But <laughs> no, but I, I I broached the topic because of WB's announcement, and we talked about this in depth in our other podcast. So we're mm-hmm. not going to get into the announcement. Uh, if you if you're interested in hearing about that, go check us out Multiverse Movie Podcast. We've been pitching the show since we started it. So, mm-hmm. um, but the rumors. The rumors are swelling that AT&T is really trying to make a play to buy the streaming rights for No Time to Die. My question now with to you mm-hmm. and to our listeners, with this WB announcement, do you think No Time to Die could go to streaming? Yes. Do you think this completely changes the game with this? I don't or do think... You, do you think they hold out and be stubborn because they believe this is a billion-dollar movie? They can't. There, there's no way that they can conceivably, conceivably believe that this is going to be a million dollar movie. When you, you a see, billion dollar movie? What, what's up? It's going to make a million dollars. Oh, a billion dollars. <laughs> Excuse me. 
But a million dollars? That's a good thing. One million dollars. A million dollars. I mean, vir, Virtue Con alone makes nine billion a year. Oh. 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 That's, 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 that's more. Good. <laughs> but there's no there it is yeah, our yeah, one awesome yeah. of the fucking show but but there's no way that this movie makes a billion no. I'm sorry I as, didn't think it was gonna make a billion anyway as, before as, as much but even if I don't I don't think this is gonna make a whole lot considering everything that's coming out yeah with ever with with the with the fucking uh, I don't even know what to fucking call them. The, the, the fucking crybabies who are bitching about, oh, LaShawna Lynch is a new 007. Well, I'm not going to watch that. Like, yeah. there's too much of that where it's like, just watch the fucking movie. And, I, and I, I've said it before <laughs> and I'll say it again. But, I think I think what's going to hamper this movie is, I think if, if in a normal world... I think it's going to make all of its money on first release, but there's not you're not going to have a lot of repeat movies. Exactly. And that goes back to what I've said, what my theory is. I think Bond is going to die. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to happen, and I think if people see that or hear that, it's going to it'll make a ton of money in its opening weekend. Might even make it in the second weekend. That's it. It'll be like the Last Jedi. It'll be like not 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 in terms of quality of movie. I'm saying in performance wise, the Last Jedi was a failure because he made half of the Force Awakens. Yeah, and then the Rise of Skywalker, which I think is the worst Star Wars movie ever. Um, made significantly less. It barely broke a billion dollars. And that is a failure at this point, you know. Um, I think with... Because it, there was no repeat viewings. No. And I think that's what you were going to get with it. My back is hurting is what I'm standing. That's right. Um, I think that's what you're going to get with this movie. If Even in a, a non-pandemic world, had this been released in April, I think people would have been like, yeah, I just watched James Bond die. I'm not going to go spend another $15 go to the fucking movies to see James Bond die again. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll get my ticket. You know, if I'm able to see this in the theater, okay, you'll get my money for my ticket, okay? And if I watch him die at the end of the movie, the only other money you'll get from me is when I buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Or 4K. To complete the collection. To complete my collection. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm, you know, and obviously we'll do the review, of course. Of course, that, of course. But, um, I do... See, there's a part of me that thinks that this changes the game. Especially if AT&T, the rumors are going to come in somewhere between 600 and $700 million, which pays back what they spent to make the movie it pays all the marketing and they're going to get probably close to another $300 million just pocket. That's, I don't know how you gamble it just to, because you think you have a billion dollar movie. Yeah. Guess what? Warner brothers thought they had a billion dollar movie with justice league and it made barely over $600 million. Not saying this is going to be as bad as, even though Justice League wasn't that bad. It was just a mess. Okay. Yeah. But that is a huge risk you take. Uh, I think part of me thinks they're going to be stubborn, but I think this changes the game. I think I think we might see no time to die on streaming. I really do. I think it's going to happen. And I mean, look, I get, if they if they're like, hey, do we look because HBO Max, they don't care. They just want the fucking subscribers. Yeah. They're not going to charge extra money for it. So. No, no. Um, but that's I wanted to broach that topic first, and I plus I'm, even if let HBO Max source it's because they'll do what they'll because they'll just do what they've been doing. They'll do streaming and theaters. Let them pay you like two hundred million. Well, they probably would. They, um, that's with their movies. I, they're, they're, they want to spend seven hundred million dollars to just stream the movie on HBO Max for like a month. Right. So, because they all they care about is subscribers. That's all they care about. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I think if it if, if it's gonna happen, this is the straw that breaks the camel's back. So, um, we, we know there have been talks behind the scenes. I know that for a fact because. Um, it was reported, and I know it from good 
reliable sources that I listen to. Yeah. I, I'm not making that up. So I, I know there have been talks behind the scenes. I know there's, I don't want to go to Apple TV though. I, I'm not, I'm not paying money for I'm Apple not TV. paying Apple TV. No, 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 no I'm no. sorry. I will just wait till it comes out on Blu-ray unless I get a free trial, but I'm not, I'm not paying for Apple TV. Fuck that. You put it on HBO Max or VOD it. Put it on the man. Put it on Pluto since they already have the other James Bond movies anyway. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll get there eventually. Yeah. Are the Craig movies up there? Or no. is it just everything up to Dalton? Everything up... Uh, no, it's every, it's everything up to Craig. So it's, oh, they got the Pierce it's movies good. up there too. Except Goldeneye's not up there. That's but, interesting. But Tomorrow Never Dies, okay. World's Not Enough. And that, yeah, that's all I had to say. Actually, I don't think Dino of the Day is up there either. So I think it's up to good. 2000. <laughs> every Bond movie good. pre year 2000. <laughs> so, um, yeah, uh... Crazy world we're living in right now. Weird wild you know, that, stuff. Because, like I said, like and like I said, we broached that topic uh, at nauseum for a good twenty minutes on the other channel. Yeah. So check it out if you're if you're interested to uh, hear what we have to say about that. So, um, let's uh, let's get. You have anything else? I got nothing. Yeah. Let's um, let's get to this uh main time. Oh, happy birthday to uh, Jerome Crabbe. Am I saying that right? I don't know. Maybe. Yorgi in yeah, Living Yorgi. Daylights. Yeah. <laughs> we'll I, just say that so in case people are like, who the fuck is this guy talking yeah, about? I think it's Jerome Karabe. Or Yaron. Yeah, I, I don't... Because I, I've actually never heard his name said. No. So that's usually how I, I learn. I mean, I'm pretty good at saying names because I grew up in a German family, so I kind of know how to decipher names. But I've just never heard his name said. And, but uh, at the day we're recording this, obviously, is, is Saturday on the, mm. the 5th, whatever fucking day is, 4th, whatever. It's Krampus Day. Yeah. Uh, it's his birthday today, so we put a post up on the page. And anyway, so uh, happy birthday to him! And um, let's get into this main topic here. A nice little discussion. Just shoot the shit about Miss Money Penny. Mm-hmm. So we've had four. Fuck her. She's a bitch. Yeah, fuck her. And yeah, we... fuck her too. <laughs> um, End of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we've had four official Money Pennies, mm-hmm. right? Um, Lois Maxwell, obviously from 1962 to 1985. She was in the first 14... Uh, I didn't realize that she was in the first 14 films. For some reason, I was thinking that there was a film she wasn't in. You're thinking of Q, not being in Living, yeah. uh, Living Let Die. Yeah. And for Marshall Love. No, he was in Marshall Love. Doctor No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you had Carolyn Bliss, who had the distinction of taking over mm-hmm. the two movies in the 80s. 87, 89. Yeah. Samantha Bond, 95 to 02, four films. And the current, I'm going to call her the current because we don't know where the future is going to hold, so I'm not going to give her an end date. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012, the present, Naomi Harris has been in, will have been in three years come the time No Time to Die comes out. Mm-hmm. George, who's your favorite uh, M? Uh, uh, M? Yeah, who's your favorite M? <laughs> M Honey Penny? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, her, maybe her name is Miss on uh, Miss Honey Penny, and the M is just abbreviated. M Honey Penny. Who's your favorite Money Penny? It's Lois Maxwell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, is she your favorite? And okay, let me let me rephrase the question. So, who's your favorite? Which is Lois Maxwell? Yeah, but is she your all time favorite performance of a Money Penny? I mean, probably because like I say about Pierce Brosnan, like Pierce Brosnan's best performance of Bond was probably The World's Not Enough, even though his best movie was Goldeneye. Right? Do you do you feel the same way? Like, obviously, your favorite is Lois Maxwell, but do you think is that your favorite performance is one is one of hers, or do you like do you think Samantha Bond had that? Like, I mean, I do. Movie? I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. That's the thing though. With that's the thing with Money Penny, you don't get a whole lot from yeah, her. Yeah, you true. just get you know yeah. 
a total of like three or four minutes of screen time, mm-hmm. and that's and that's really it. Yeah. Um, it wasn't in, it wasn't until the Craig movies that we started seeing Money Penny in its expanded role. Mm-hmm. You know, she was a former agent. Mm-hmm. You know, she was helping with the transition from uh, fr- from fr- from Judy Dench to Ray Fiennes. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's you know works very closely with M and Inspector as you know still an agent, kind of like Tanner. But like we don't we don't get this expanded performance of Money Penny. We yeah. just get this little and the reason why <clears throat> Lois Maxwell is my favorite is because she had such a rapport with both with, actors. With Connery. All three really. And she yeah, she'll she she be lazy, but yeah. like she had such a good rapport with Connery and Moore. I think she had her best stuff with Moore. Because, uh, because yeah, I could agree with that. Because they had they had such chemistry that like you, you wanted to see more of them mm. together. You know, mm. whenever they're seeing it's like you know this is gonna like, like you know whenever he walks in office is gonna be a good scene. Yeah. Like, especially um, like, like an octopus when he walks in and Penelope Smallbone is there and he's mm. like, oh, money penny, you're getting more lovely every day. I'm over here. Mm. <laughs> um, I feel and what I I do like about Lois Maxwell's mm. money penny is she adapted the character with who was Bond. Yeah. Because in the first few movies with um, Connery, she's very much fawning over him. Yeah. Which is kind of what she was in the books as well, Mm. from what I understand. Um, But she was very much fawning Mm. over him. And Bond was very much of a... What do you know about gold, Money Penny? Oh, the only thing I know about gold is that you... Comes in a ring form, you're in the third finger mm-hmm. of your left hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we really must look into that someday. Yeah. yeah. And um, you could believe that um, they, her, that Money Penny and Connery's Bond probably had something. You could believe it. Where I always got the feeling of more and Money Penny when she cha- was starting to develop a different type of persona for Money Penny, mm-hmm. they were more of like a sibling. Or right. very good friends, and they were just playful good friends, yeah. opposed to like a playful banter. Yeah, where where I, and then I think with with Samantha Bond took over, I got that early Connery vibe mm. again, where that like she just like she to... wanted to, she just wanted to fucking. Well, we know as we saw him die another day. <laughs> yeah, but like, you got that in like the world's not enough. Yeah. You kind of got that a little bit in Tomorrow Never Dies. But you definitely got it in Goldeneye. Yeah, when even though she we... was being very very like more of a smartass yeah. to him. It was a. It was very play. You could tell but that it was, was very but, but that's one of. That's. I mean, I. I like I said. We we don't get a whole lot, but I. I like her. I like her first go mm-hmm. in Goldeneye. Yeah. When she said, and then she, you know, this kind of thing could be. This sort of thing could be. Uh, could, could be construed as sexual harassment, and he's like, oh, what's penalty for that? It's like sometimes it's like it's like one day you have to make good on your innuendos, mm-hmm. and then a door opens like you know it's like it's like after you, money penny, and he's and she's like no you first like you know what she's saying no. You fuck me first. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, then, uh, it was just, it was a new version. Yeah. Now I will say, um, I Samantha Bond is my favorite money penny. Okay, um, maybe maybe not so much in Die Another Day because that whole movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing good for it. But I I do very much love her in Goldeneye. Even you always this, you always were a cunning linguist, James. <laughs> <laughs> Brush up a little Swedish. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it Dutch or Swedish? I think it was Swedish. Swedish. Yeah. Um, but and that that could be very well because of that's the bras and arrows where we grew up yeah. with pretty much you know, um, but I will say, have to pump her for information. Just just depends on how much pumping is needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I do I do very much like her money penny. She would probably be my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I do very much like Naomi Harris's money penny. 
It's because um, it, it, it's a more expanded. It's a, it's mm-hmm. a bigger role for this. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, kind of like when Brosnan took over, we got to see this expanded role of M. Mm-hmm. Was, you know, M was more than mm-hmm. just giving out the missions. Mm-hmm. You know, we you mm-hmm. know she was part of the plot in yeah. the world's not enough. Yeah. You know, she was she's in the situation room when everything's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, when when everything's going to die another day, and then tomorrow never dies. Like mm-hmm. she's she's right there with the generals, like getting all the information. Yeah, so. Yeah, but no, I um, and I also just love Naomi Harris in general. First, first she's hot as fuck, but um, uh, I I do like her as Money Penny. I really I enjoyed her. I, I Tia like Dalma. Huh? I enjoyed her as Tia Dalma. Yes, um, but I think I think Craig and her have a very good rapport, especially I mean Skyfall's perfect. Yeah, you know, and it's left ambiguous if they mm-hmm. slept together that night together, which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I always assumed that they did. I assume they didn't just because of the money pay. But, but it's possible. They, they possible that it didn't happen. Uh, we'll never know. But I, I think, like the Craig um, movies, she is a very much of a modern version of a classic character, yeah. I think. Um, and I, I have no problem with the fact that they race swapped her. Um, it does, doesn't yeah, bother. It, so look, I, I bring it up because some people fucking freak out about that shit. Certain rules I'll fucking bitch about. I meant I meant to bring it up. We forgot in the other podcast. Doesn't matter. That's we'll fine. talk about it. Who cares? Ooh, excuse me about fucking plastic, man. Yeah, we'll get to it. Oh, excuse me, burping. But um, I uh, it's hard to argue against Lois Maxwell. It really is. I I will say though, I do think Lois Maxwell, much like Roger Moore, should have stepped away at Octopussy. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, even though more, I probably would say should have stepped away after Moonraker, but. I think Octopussy would have been a very good farewell for Roger Moore and and Lois because she, they were both showing their age, but she was definitely showing her age. Well, they well yeah well they even make a, a reference to that when they're in the mood. So it's like a, it's like oh it's like what can I say? My page, she's young and beautiful, and then Money Payne jumps in. It's like as I used to be, and he's mm-hmm. like I didn't say that. Yeah. So there was a little there's a little thing I found online that apparently Lois Maxwell made a pitch to make Money Penny M. Hmm. Instead of Robert Brown, that would have been interesting. You would have had to bring in a new, a new money penny, a new money penny. I'll tell you what would have been interesting is if Lois Maxwell would have been M in the Brosnan movies, just as a different act, different different character. Yeah, I mean, or I mean, just as you know, or you you can play it up that oh, like like Money Penny got a promotion to M. Yeah, because it, it would still fit in. It's like, oh, I hear the new Emma's a lady. Like, mm-hmm. it still would have fit in with that. Yeah, it would have worked. Yeah. When did she die? I don't even remember. You looked that up? Um, I want to say early 2000s. No, I, I think it was I think it was much more recent than that. Was it really? If you want my, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, oh, no, yeah, yeah. It was 2007. Oh, well, mid-2000s, we'll say. Mid-2000s. Yeah. yeah, before we got to the 10s. Um, yeah, she was 80. Okay. Um, so of Lois Maxwell, what do you, what is your favorite performance of hers? Oof. Of the 14 movies that she was in. <clears throat> Part of me does like, um, The Man with the Golden Gun. There's a little bit of, you know, where, you know, when, when he comes out of M's office and he's, and he's talking about, um, it's like Fairbanks, Alaska. It's like, no, Bill Fairbanks, 002. Hmm. And then she's telling the story of him. It's like, you know, how come Scaramanga wasn't, or, or or where was he when uh he, you know, when he died? Yeah. It's like, oh, he was in Beirut with a lady named Saida. And then mm. Bond's like, oh, it's like, it's like, Money Penny, you are better than a computer. And all, 
in all sorts of ways. Or, or you're better than computers. She goes, in all sorts of ways, but you never take advantage, you mm. know. And then I don't he, know why you're giving her a British accent. Lois Maxwell is from Canada. I know. But she was British. Was well, she not? No. If you actually go back and listen to her voice, it's just she's just uh, she's just put like articulating stuff. Certainly, oh, well, she actually doesn't have an accent at all. Yeah, well, it sounds it, yeah. it, it sounds good coming out of my head. Um, um, but then when yeah, but then but then we stopped. So it's like it's like why wasn't Sky Mega listed as the uh, as the as the murderer? And then she, then she gets like stern because 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 they couldn't find the bullet. And then she walks in, this comes back up, darling. Like I don't know, there's something about that. Like mm-hmm. I I enjoyed that scene. It's it, it it's hard to really give a best performance when you're really only on right. the screen for for such a limited amount. I would of time. say mine's probably uh, for Mushroom Love. I thought for you it would have been a view to a kill when she's at the uh, fucking horse track and she's it's screaming at the hat, yeah. and she's screaming at the horses. No, I like, would say for like Marshall. pulling at Eliza Doolittle, a uh, little My Fair Lady on the horse. I just like the 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 banter mm-hmm. between the two because he's got the picture of the of Tatiana, and like she you can see there's a slight bit of jealousy. Mm-hmm. Like I'd be pissed if her at Bond for signing a picture of another girl and giving it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, "What am I supposed to do with this? I know you're gonna fuck this chick." Yeah, <laughs> I do like in like we you don't talk about it because there's really not a whole lot of her in the movie. But in On Her Majesty's Secret Service, where at the end of the wedding, yeah. when she's when she's crying and they're like, "Oh, like you know, oh I I just cry at weddings, you know, mm. you know like being emotional." She's legitimately upset because the man she loves has married somebody else. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, I can't remember which one it is, but it's when she's putting the lipstick on. She got the makeup in her. Is it octopusy? And he and like you just see the hat fly behind her on the coat rack. No, that's no, that's with the with the Penelope Smallbone. That was octopusy. Right. What one is she putting <sighs> the makeup on? In? Is that for eyes only? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I think is it's it? for eyes only. Yeah. Yeah, I. Uh, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that, that's pretty good too. I was also gonna say when she's, <laughs> uh, it's it's really hard to, like I said, it's hard to pinpoint it. But when she's dressed up as the as like the, the agent at the border and yeah, um, and diamonds are forever. Mm-hmm. It's a go. It's a go. It's like we bring. It's like we take bring back a diamond like in a ring. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "Would you settle for a tulip?" And she's like, "Yes." <laughs> 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 like I'll settle for anything you give me. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I prefer a dick. Yeah. So we talked about Samantha Bond yep. and your favorite, and mm-hmm. we both agree it's Goldeneye. Though she was very good in World's Not Enough. That that, that I also liked her long hair in Goldeneye. I, I did too. It, I mean, the short hair. She pulled well, off the short yeah, hair very well, well too. Yeah. But I like the long hair too. Mm-hmm. I do like the little back and forth they had in the World's Not Enough with the cigar case. Yeah, that's very. It's good. Like I know right where to stick this, <clears throat> which is which gives us the title for our mm-hmm. show, which is the Close with No Cigar, uh, which stu- fits perfectly yeah, for yeah. Money Penny. Story. Uh, story of our relationship, Money Penny, close but no cigar. Um, Carolyn Bliss. Yeah, I feel like we just kind of glossed over, but there's, there's I not. I feel like she gets glossed over. Yeah, there's not a whole lot. But I very I, much liked her as in I, I, As I told you uh, in text form, I think she should have taken over an octopus. Then we could have got more. We could have got more. I'm of surprised her. they didn't continue her with Brosnan. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just <clears throat> want to go for so. Maybe they saw that this actress named Samantha Bond was available. And like, hey, this will be funny. Her last name's Bond. Maybe, but well, she's had a pretty good career though. Samantha Bond has. Samantha, yeah. Carolyn Bliss kind of disappeared. Yeah, um, I mean, you you don't get a whole lot of her in. Uh, License to Kill. You get what a couple scenes, where she's a where phone call, where I think, right? where um, where where M comes out and chastises her. It's like, it's like there's four spelling errors on this page, Money Penny. Ugh. 
And then so it's like, oh, I thought you'd be worried about 007. It's like, oh, you know him. He'll go after Sanchez. And then she calls Q Branch and tells Q, James is in trouble at Isthmus. It's a fucking... Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, I would say Living Daylights. I thought she was very good in Living Daylights. That, yeah. That rapport with Dalton. I thought that was a very good for a new Bond and a new Money Penny. I thought the rapport between the two of them were yes. very well. Plus, she has a Barry Manilow collection. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong with that. And he smacks her on the ass. Yeah, he does. <laughs> That's as close as my opinion ever going to get to getting Bond dick. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Get a play a playful banter. But you, had, you, you know, they they gave her they still kind of gave her the classic mm-hmm. a classic look with the with the hair. Mm-hmm. That hair was very Lois Maxwell, especially in the second one when she had it pulled up. Yeah, but they you know with glasses and uh, I th- I think Carolyn Bliss did a, was a very underrated money penny out of the four official ones we got. She's forgotten much like the Dalton films, maybe not so much in today's age. They've they've aged like a fine wine for a lot of people, but. I thought she was very good at Money Penny. They all were. All four of these women were good, mm-hmm. especially Naomi Harris. Yeah, who's take who's who's taken who's who has taken the role and it's like you know what M is more or not M M Money Penny. Money Penny is more than just a mm-hmm. secretary. Like mm-hmm. she's, <clears throat> there's more to her. Like she's an officer in the British Navy. Like mm-hmm. she's done things. You know she's she was a former agent. You know? mm-hmm. She can do more than just take shorthand. Yeah. You know, um, do you think she was better in Spectre or Skyfall? Skyfall. These are just two different performances, though, because mm-hmm. in Skyfall she's very much an agent, mm-hmm. but in Spectre she's the secretary. Because mm-hmm. I really do like the um, the scene where when Bond calls her when he's in the chase. Obviously, it's Naomi Harris in lingerie, but um, or a negligee is that what it's called? Something she's like that. Yeah. But she's you know very much in with the plot of the movie. Yeah. Um, But where are we? I'm drawing blank. So, Inspector, right? So when, where does Tanner and Money Penny go? After the car crash. I don't know. Not car crash. When, um, when M is talking to C, where was Money Penny and Tanner? I don't know, but, you, but 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 we see them come into the building after C falls. Yes, so yes. we assume they're just outside <laughs> because because when because during the car crash when M gets away they, they don't pick him up yeah yeah they don't uh, they get picked up mm-hmm. so then we just see them stroll in after C falls yeah that's right okay. so. Now well, we, I, I very much like Naomi Harris's. Now we money didn't, penny, we didn't get a money penny. The, the 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 only two times we didn't get money mm-hmm. penny were Casino Royale and Quan Masalas. Yeah. Did you miss her in those movies? No, because she didn't need to be in those movies. Because I felt I felt those two movies were very much, and I agree with this. Mm-hmm. I know. Look, I think it's widely res- widely regarded that most Bond fans, from what I've seen do hold Casino Royale in a very high regard. Um, it's it's my favorite, but um, I think a lot of people, for the most part, they have it up there. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's in the, at least, the, I would say, the top third of the franchise. Quantum Solace is on the opposite end of the spectrum for a lot of people. Those two movies were very much, we want to kind of break the mold of what you've had for the last 40 to 45 right. years. 
and I feel like if you if you would have forced Money Penny in those two movies, I think it would have probably hampered it a little bit. Mm-hmm. First and first, Money Penny is not in Casino Royale the book, which is what they wanted to do. They wanted to follow the book with that movie, and they did. So putting her in that movie, obviously the first half of that movie is not the book, but putting her in that movie would have it would have I, I think it would have hand because it would be like, hey everybody, we're doing something different, but here's Money Penny. Here's, here's the same thing Q Branch. Yeah. You know, which at that time I was very much and just a little deviation, I was completely fine with them not actually having a Q, air quotes. In the movies ever again. I was like, why don't you just make a Q branch and just have some dude come up and give Bond a... It's like, like hey, here's, uh, hey, here's, here's your equipment. Hey, here's Bring your it back. You know what I mean? Like, not like that, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, where the guy in Casino Royale, we shot him in the arm with the uh, the tracker. Mm-hmm. Just have this a scientist come up. He doesn't have to be, you know, Major Boothrod or Boothroyd or whatever. So I was very much fine with it. Um, but I was also very happy when they brought her back for Skyfall Inspector. Um, especially, because, again, they got an actress I really like yeah. who's hot as hell. and um, It works. Mm-hmm. It works. So I'm reading here. <clears throat> what are reading a thing here. Uh, did you know that Carolyn Bliss, Samantha Bond, and Naomi Harris are all alumni of the Bristol Old Vic Theater School? Really? Yeah. A little, 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 uh, little, little money penny continuity for mm-hmm. you there. Mm-hmm. But I didn't... Uh, here's, here's the thing with with Money Penny in the new movies. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with it, but I think if you're going to expand on Hurl, I think you need to take a little bit away from Tanner. Because I feel like Money Penny and Tanner are interchangeable. Well, Tanner, Tanner I know, was like, supposed I, to be the the, the uh, fucking chief of staff. Yeah. So he really shouldn't be like... Well, prominent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could make him prominent because, I mean... Uh, just to say about Tanner, I, I, I think they've done a pretty decent job in the Craig movies because they were more, Bond and Tanner in the books were more like friends. Mm-hmm. So, Tanner. Um, but at the same time, I think, yeah, if you were going to bring her back, maybe not have Tanner as involved. Right. You know, but I mean, the chief of staff is second commanded MI6. Yeah. So, I mean, it is that is the second guy mm-hmm. in charge. So I mean, not to deviate too much from Tanner, but. I enjoyed him in the Brosnan era, mm-hmm. but I feel <clears throat> like I wanted more from Charles Robinson, though. <laughs> well, yeah, because they, they, that was a really good character they yeah. created. Plus, I love, yeah. Ca- I love Colin Simon. Plus, I enjoy people named Charles Robinson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Best ref in the business. Yeah. But, um... Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, if you had to do a new... I mean, I, we as we did in our... And our uh, fancy cast, fancy casting. Who, who did I pick? I forgot I, who you picked. Yeah, I don't know. You picked some Jeff. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Probably Haley Atwell. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably. But say you're in charge of the Bond mm. era, in the Brosnan era. Okay. Do you cast Samantha Bond? Do who do you cast instead? Do you, do you, you were talking about like, like in like the nineties. In the nineties, like like nineteen ninety five. Who you do? You, do you stick with Carolyn Bliss? Do you go or, or do you go to? I probably stick with Carolyn Bliss. Yeah, um, that's just me because I'm I'm a big proponent on continuity mm-hmm. in movies. So for me, I would have been like, well, if this is supposed to be the same Bond from Dalton, why not? And we're bringing back Desmond. 
why not bring back Carol Lombus? At least for one more movie, you bring her back for Goldeneye. Mm -hmm. Because you're already introducing a new M. You're not bringing back um, Robert Brown. Um, and but you're but you're bringing back Desmond. Bring back Carol Lombus. Yeah, give it a little more. I think it would help with the continuity a little bit more. Not that it needed to, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. um, um, because that was something that was like. Um, ambiguous about the M's there's it's never been concrete that Robert Brown was still playing Admiral Hargreaves as M I think it's widely accepted that he is that that is just the next position that Admiral Hargreaves got was that he became M of MI6 but um, it's never been confirmed so obviously Barbara Maudsley is not Admiral Hargreaves or Mal or Sir Miles, but uh, um, still, I'm a big proponent on continuity, which is why I'm not happy with what I'm what I've little little bits of what I've heard about the franchise going forward, which is that they are looking to probably reboot, and my speculation is that Craig dies. Mm -hmm. I want my Naomi. I want the whole surrounding cast mm -hmm. to come back. I love this. We got the perfect M. I think we have a great money penny. We have a very, really good Q. So like if now if I was like I've said before in our fantasy cast, if if they came to me and they were like, hey, we want you to do Bond 26. I'm like, I'm bringing back Naomi Harris as, as M. Yeah. Or M. Damn it. I keep doing it. Money penny. M money penny. Yeah. But I mean, I think Vanessa Kirby would do a really good job as money penny. I think Haley Atwell would. I think Haley Atwell would. Be a little bit more of a, I think I could see even if she was, she, she, I could see her being like a badass on the Naomi Harris level. I think she would be more of a classic style Monty Penny, just because she's very elegant and stuff like that. Um, I think Vanessa Kirby would be very much in the vein of like Naomi Harris, where you could believe she was probably a former agent. So, so have you read the Money Penny Diaries? No, I've heard about them though. Yeah, they, the according to the Money Penny Diaries, they list her first name as Jane. Jane. So we can basically assume that from, say, since the first... When did they come out? When was the... 2005. Okay. Uh, 2005, 2006, and 2008. Hmm. And there were a couple of short stories in there as well. Hmm. So they also... Anyway, so, so, we, so we can assume that for the first 20 movies, her name is Jane Moneypenny. Okay. And then obviously, obviously we know it, Naomi Harris, her name is Eve. Hmm. So we can basically assume her name is Jane. I haven't read them. It's, it, it does sound interesting. I've heard of them, though. I never yeah. read them either. I don't. I don't know. I can't remember the woman who wrote them. She used a pseudonym though. She did, like uh, Kirk Langstrom or something like that. It's not Kirk Langstrom. That's that. That's for, man -bat. First of all, it's man bat. <laughs> they were penned by Samantha Weinberg under the pseudonym Kate Westbrook. Mm hmm. Hmm. Well, odd pseudonyms people come up with. Mine would be Kirk Langstrom. Yours would be Richard uh, Richard Bachman. Do you read Sutter King? Do you, do you read Sutter King? I'm in, I'm in New Hampshire. <laughs> or Maine or whatever it was. New Hampshire. Yeah. You, can't, you, you go too far in New Hampshire, all of a sudden you're hitting King territory, so you can't, yeah. can't do that. He wrote that, though. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> Not even a little what bit. What am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're confusing John Carver with Stephen King again. Mm -hmm. This happens too much. Uh, after Lois Maxwell's death, Roger Moore recalled that... He would have liked to that he would like to have become the new M or or recall that she would have liked to become the new M after Moore's retirement. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
Yeah, she 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 said, but she was turned down. But that would have been nice to see. That would have been yeah. That would have been nice to see. But yeah, but I mean, I did enjoy Robert Brown then. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it made sense. So agreed. Yeah, agreed. Now, do you would you have liked to have seen Lois Maxwell bow out early like I would have? Yes. I, I you agree with me? I think she should have bought Octopussy, maybe even for your eyes only. But probably but definitely Octopussy. I think as long as Moore was was Bond. But like I said, I think that's why they kept her on was because her rapport with Roger Moore was oh, so good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it goes hand to hand. I think whenever Moore would have left, Lois Maxwell probably would have left. Because yeah. it would have never worked with like a, let's just say Moore, like he wanted to leave after Moonraker. From what I understand... He was prepared to walk away after Moonraker. Mm-hmm. It would not have worked with a 35-year-old Pierce Brosnan no. for Fraz only. Or, you know, uh, what, 39-year-old, 40-year-old Timothy Dalton? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't I eight, I'm not. But either exactly way, sure the old but either way, like the older Lewis Maxwell wouldn't have worked in Living Daylights with Timothy Exactly. Dalton. You know what I mean? Like you have to I mean, so I I'll give I'll give him Octopussy. I think Octopussy would have been a way to bow out probably because how bad a beauty of a kill actually is. Yeah. So, um, would you like to have seen Carolyn Bliss carry over to Brosnan's era? I, w- I, I would have, but I really enjoyed Samantha Bond. That's would you have liked to have seen Samantha Bond get brought in instead of Carolyn Bliss? Do you think they, would you have been like, You know, maybe. I hadn't thought about that. With the two Brosnan, uh, D- Dalton movies. I mean, she wasn't too, I mean, she had like a, she had, had expanded role, well mm. not expanded role, but she had more scenes and, Living Daylights, and she has just like that one little blip. So, do you think, do you think Carolyn Bliss would have been Money Penny up until the rebooted era, had there not been the six year gap? Yes. Do you think she would? Do you think she did where they just kept her on through Rosam? I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think so, so too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you never know. Uh, we might not have gotten Judy Dench's M. That's true. Either. Who knows? Yeah, I think that. I think the the six year gap. It was a cursing and a blessing at the same time. Yeah. I think it, it it halted a great bond, but it also gave us arguably our best end. Yeah. I mean, Octopussy also seems to be a jump-off point, too, when we go back to things. Yeah. Like Roger Moore should have bowed out here, or, mm-hmm. or Lois Maxwell should have bowed out here. Yeah. Because, I mean, you also figure at that time, we also got the new M. Because we didn't have an M in Fear Eyes Only. That's true. So we're getting Robert Brown as M. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Octopussy is almost like... Where things the, could have... Where things been. could have changed. But because mm-hmm. they had to fucking do Never Say Never Again, yep. everything stayed the same. Yeah. Yeah, because they Because the, the studio didn't want to put in a new Bond to go against Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. It makes sense. <laughs> Hindsight being 2020, they looked at this movie and been like, this is just fucking Thunderball, but not as good. They make more money than Octopussy. Did not, it? not by much. Did it? It's not by much. Yeah, it did make more money though. I think. I don't know about any of those. I ones. think. I think it made like fifteen million more. It wasn't. It wasn't much. It wasn't like it made a billion and Octopussy made like five hundred million. You know what I mean? Like. Right. Um, it was. They weren't far off from each other. Octopussy, one hundred and eighty-seven five. Uh, never say never again. One sixty. Really. Yeah, I wonder what I must have read something then. No. Maybe I'm thinking, you know, because there are people out there that think Never Say Never Again is better than Octopus. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. I just got a little confused. Maybe, maybe. I'm confused. What am I doing here? Where am I? But, the budget was even more for uh, 
for Never Say Never Again. Oh yeah. The budget was like the, the budget was thirty million. The octopus was at twenty seven. No, I did not like the woman who played Octopussy and or played Money Penny and Never Say Never Again. No, those movies don't exist. Canon wise. Yeah. Well, I think she was too young for an, for a mid fifties Connery. Of a, an aging Bond. They mm. should have found somebody closer to his age. Yeah, that only works with Tom Atkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Roger Moore's Bond, but yeah. barely. <laughs> but, um, so if you had to, uh, we'll start rounding this down. Mm. Um, if you had to, going forward with the franchise, if you had to choose between rebooting and recasting or status quo, like traditionally, mm-hmm. Would you keep Naomi Harris on? I keep Naomi Harris on. Yeah, I would too. I've said it before. I say it again. I just I think she's good. I don't. I don't see any reason yeah. to upset the apple cart. So yeah. To speak. Now, uh, one more question to you: mm-hmm. If Brosnan continues as Bond in into his Casino Royale, mm-hmm. which is what they were writing when he was fired, does Samantha Bond return? Yes. Do you think so? I think yeah, so. I think. So I think. Too. I think with them. I think with them. Or do, um, or do you think? They go the route and go, well, she's not in the book, but she's not going to be in the movie. What do you think? Uh, I think they would have... Um, I, I think with... If Brosnan does his Casino Royale, mm-hmm. I think they stay... I, I think <coughs> I think they stick with her. Yeah. Yeah, and they also... So... And they also stick with John Cleese's Q. Which I would have been fine with. I did, I did like him as... I wanted to see him in more of a better role than, than in uh, Dying of the Day. My one yeah. other question is, we get Brosnan's Casino Royale. Do we get a rebooted post Brosnan, or do they status quo replace Brosnan, replace the whole cast? Do you think they bring back Samantha Bond for a sixth movie with a different Bond? Hmm. Question. Yeah, it's kind of wild if you think about it. Yeah. it it's it, I, I, if you really think about it. For me, it's Octopussy mm-hmm. and like Die Another Day are the two jumping off points for the franchise, where things should have changed and they didn't, and where things changed at the right time. You know. And maybe that's why they pulled the trigger. But. Have a little bit of breaking news on my phone. Oh, it's, it's not Bond related, but it just came through uh, because another actor had passed away. Who? Um, David Lander, who is best known for playing Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley. Oh, really? Died. Yeah, he was seventy three. That's a shame. Yeah, he also had multiple sclerosis for thirty nine years. Oh, that's terrible. Or, or I'm sorry, th- for thirty seven years. That's terrible. So yeah, I just got the notification. Actually, he died last night. I just got the notification now. That's a shame. Yeah, so I guess I'm public with it. But well, yeah. Um, that's Money Penny. Yeah. That's Miss Money Penny. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah. Who's, who's your, your favorite, favorite Money Penny? Yeah. Do you, do you like the character in general? Because there's some people that probably just think she's just there just to be there. Yeah. I enjoy her because it's it, 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 they have such good chemistry, Bond and Money Penny. Yeah. That for it to not be in a movie, you kind of feel it's not there. I mean, I was, I mean, like, obviously, like, she wasn't Casino Royale or Quantum of Solace. But parts of me, which, yeah, you know, it would have been nice to say. Yeah. But it doesn't take away from the movie for me. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's some people that, you know, they want everything. You know, it's like, no, it should be money penny all the time. Or, be, every or, movie should just be cool. Or they just think it's, it's like, oh, well, she's a pointless character. They don't really need her. Because she yeah, doesn't people, give Well, people think they, they just want carbon copies of every movie. They should all far, follow a formula. Yeah. It's like, well, that's when then when you unfortunately have to reboot. Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's a little ridiculous to reboot. Yeah. Agree. So, um, with that being said, everybody. We'll see you in uh, two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks mm-hmm. for the for this uh, this new every other week format. It's, it's not it's not like biweekly. It's just every other week. So yeah. still gonna do seasons. Yep. Who knows how long we're gonna go with this? Go yeah. fucking eight months and then take take a couple weeks off just yeah. to kind of clear our heads. You yeah. know, so. 
Uh, also, when we do come back in two weeks, I believe we had already discussed, we're going to have uh, another free-form discussion about the vehicles. Yes, that is our next that, show. Uh, so. That, that uh, Mr. Bond usually drives. Mm-hmm. Um, not a top ten. just, a, just a Yeah, discussion. not a top ten. We'll, we'll do a top ten of them down the road, but mm-hmm. this is... We, 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 we really enjoy my doing the free form discussions. My, my, spoiler for my top ten. My number one is the half of car he drove in A View to a Kill. Uh, that's right, because I was going to go with the uh, him being on the ladder on the fucking <laughs> on the fire the truck. The ladder of the yeah, fire truck. the ladder of the fire truck. <laughs> hey, that ladder's not locked. Why? Why is it not locked? Because? <laughs> because, because reasons? Because <laughs> so. I have Roger Moore driving it. Roger Moore stunt double drives it. He's yeah. just he's just standing there like this with hands up in the air. Yep. I'm hanging from this ladder. Yep. They're not Roger. So. All right, everybody. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you in a, in a, a two weeks for uh, whatever whatever yeah. the calendar says. But yeah. for the cars of James Bond. So. Mm-hmm. I've been Dean Holtzapple. I'm still George Rogers, and just like James Bond, Station 007 will return. Your beautiful new car. After this. You call it the Vanish. No. Speaking of Vanish, I'm going to vanish out of this room. (laughs) Ciao.